coming to you live <laughs> again. Season two, it's the Sons of Honarchy hey, podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Hot Take Tommy. On this episode of Sons of Honarchy, we are going to talk about the latest breaking news with the Astros and your guy, Alex Cora. Mm-hmm. And we're also talking what free agency has been like since we ended season one. Uh, you can play a little game of hot take, not take with me. And last but not least, we are looking forward to a bunch of stuff this season. And we're going to wrap up talking about those hopes and the excitement. All, All this, this presented to you by DBC, DBC Brand. Brand. Okay, now you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think getting you on the handles here for audio is hilarious hey, today so gonna, far we're gonna be good but gonna welcome be good. back it's season two tom season two i am so pumped i'm feeling fresh a little Absolutely. holiday break how was your holidays tom it was fine yeah just fine yeah fair enough <laughs> no i was good i was good i got uh i got stuff i got a i got a two dollar cover for the mic so our peas won't pop and quit popping those peas tom so those those are nice um and i got uh oh would you like to talk about my finest or my newest you got shrine? A nice uh, 05 installment behind you, Mister. I don't care about the 2005 White Sox <laughs> with Creedy, Canerco, AJ, and Pods. On well, it. hey, look, it it kind of looks nice. It's got White Sox and World Series champs. I'm telling you it. what, considering you now have almost matched the amount of White Sox stuff in your living room compared to Giant stuff, I, you're getting there. Yeah, the so Willie's, the Willie Mays catch went down. Because of the holiday season, but uh, we got to get that back up here anyway. Oh, goodness. All right. So, yes. Anyway, breaking news. This is huge. Yeah, so, we've got big MLB news oh, that we're going to briefly talk about when today. when are we guys who break MLB news? We're not really yeah, we're, we're breaking daily, it, but daily dog we're, short. we're talking about it. So, we're coming at it from a White Sox focus in terms of, Steve, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pose you this question. Are the White Sox cheating just like the uh red sox and the astros we don't win enough to cheat that's we haven't won enough to cheat right all of this controversy is coming in the part of our like road to rebuild or whatever when we have sucked right so the thing that like piqued my interest about it is okay so who are we modeling our rebuild after the Astros. Kind of, yeah. And the Cubs a little bit. But it's the rebuild process. Yeah, it's just like what it looks like. But most in most recent memory, the teams who have done it well, Astros, Cubs, right? Right. So Astros obviously are at the center of all this, this crock of shit that's going on. Right. And... I, it made me think, like, oh, so like, is, are we, are, are like, are we bad too? Like with the steroids, it was like it's everybody, still as everybody, get used to it. Um, but like, I don't think we're again, like, I don't think anybody in the AL Central is part of this. No, no, they all, everybody I think this sucks. Is a, no, I think this is an, an extremely isolated incident. Um, mm, I'm sure, like, mm. now I think there are some teams that have some form of. I don't know what you would call it, rule bending. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, like, if you think about it, like, everybody's got a center field cam- camera. MLB literally said, you are, like, MLB teams, you are allowed to use the center field camera during games in order to drive player development. So that's what the Astros were, quote unquote, doing, using the center field camera to drive player development. 
Oh, you can't see quote the air unquote quote. Yep. steel signs. I forget podcasts. You can't like see us. You can't. Oh man. Um, so pretend you saw air quotes, guys. Um, then they're doing that for player development, and every other team is able to do it. So I I gotta think like the. Yankees are in on it a little bit. They're doing something. The Dodgers probably are doing something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess again. it'll. it'll I guess it'll come out, right? Yeah. But the funniest thing about it is that the Astros were like, "Oh, the Astro way is like the best way, obviously, because we're the best team." They're just a bunch of cheating jerkwads. Yeah, uh, I mean, like. The old adage is, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. True. Right? So, White Sox, I'm going to petition you guys. You guys have center field cameras, too. We could we could cheat. <laughs> we could do it. We could be good. Of course. Sons of Honarchy <laughs> condoning cheating in baseball here. Well, okay. So this, First, we condone steroid usage I've, last season. Now I've we're, been really clear that I do not. God. I've been really clear that I do not support, like, stealing signs in this way. But I definitely condone steroids. So like, that's let's <laughs> hey, be clear about that. And I will say it one more time before we actually start talking about White Sox yes, baseball. Yes, we're getting there. The MLB should sanction, like not sanction, should, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They should Con- monitor oh. steroid use. Yes. They should monitor, monitor it. it as in like. It's okay, but we have to watch. We have our own officials. We have an official with each ball club that that's perfect because right. that's the problem that happened with the like stealing signs thing is that they were like, okay, you can have a replay room and you can use whatever cameras you want to use. Mm-hmm. But just like, don't cheat. We'll just trust you. They never had a official in the clubhouse watching what they were doing in the replay room. Yeah. And so the Red Sox are doing the same thing. The Astros is doing the same thing. Cheating. Probably the other clubs room, doing the same probably thing. Probably Dodgers. So I'll cue Dodgers. Um, yeah, so anyway, it's weird to think that the Cubs could be the only like legitimate World Series winners in the last three years. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? Unless, Unless anyway, what? moving on. Oh, <laughs> so let's talk White Sox baseball yes, because we White are a White Sox, Sox baseball podcast. Because what the heck, we did so much. Last episode was like a couple days after Nomar Mazara. It was. Nomar it was a couple Mazzara. days after the Nomar Mazara signing, and people had very, very mixed feelings about it. I was happy about it because I, you know, Steel Walker was. You can't look at it in a vacuum. Twenty-four. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the same age as. He's a what? guy playing <laughs> double A ball, and he's twenty-four. Right. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna take a flyer on Mazara, who absolutely kills the ball and is already, you know, has a pretty high slugging percentage. Right. At the major league level. So, I was all for it. But 100%. the next, not even three moves, but four moves. We've had four major White Sox moves. I would call them major. Bang, bang, boom, bomb. Bing. That works. Yep. So, <laughs> oh my God. well, the last one's hitting bombs, so that makes sense. Not the last, most recent one. Oh, fair. So, fine. first, we started with Gio Gonzalez. Gonzalez. So, what are your thoughts on Gio Gonzalez? How does he fit into this rotation? How does he fit into this rebuild, Tom? He's old. Er, than me. Um, yes. <laughs> he's, well, let's put it this way. He's going to be, in my opinion, he's got two options. He's either going to be a stopgap guy until um, Kopech comes back and then he gets pushed out of the rotation by Reynaldo Lopez. Or 
Reynaldo Lopez is kind of struggling and Gio's kind of just doing his thing that he's been doing for the past decade. And then he pushes Reynaldo Lopez into the bullpen. Honestly, that's the best option that I see because if Gio's producing, I don't want him out of the lineup. But there's the off chance that he is like, I think, 34 or something like that. So yeah, he's he 34 might, or 35. I can't remember. He might yeah. just like drop off mm-hmm. like pitchers do. So, and the other hand, like, hey, you got a guy who's going to be either a long reliever or a fifth starter. And how many starters do you go through a season? Just dropped my phone. An average of 10. So, right. It's not, you're literally, there's no such thing as too much starting pitch. Exactly. You're going to be absolutely it's, agree it's with you. It's 100% a good addition it, through it's and through. It's really nice to have depth. And it's really nice to know that the first time. Dylan Covey and Ross Detweiler do not uh, count as d- depth. <laughs> are not going to be a part of that depth. Um, neither is Odorizum or Despagnier. Yes, they are. Low They're key still, still part of but, the depth that we have. But oh, <laughs> no more Odorizum or Despagnier. Yes. No more Irvin Santana experiments. We could bring him back. I mean, I'm going to take a hard pass on that one. <laughs> Hashtag smell baseball. <laughs> so follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow. <laughs> I, I loved that that him and I had going on right there. I'm still Irvin Santana, you still have a soft spot in my heart. Just because um, I have a soft spot in my heart. Unfollow- Did he end up following you no. indefinitely? I think, he unfollowed un- you? I think we're unfollowed. Okay, no. officially. Okay. So including <laughs> me fo- unfollowing him. So okay, okay. But it's really good to know that Dylan Covey is not gonna be our fifth starter. I'm gonna leave it at that. That's um, huge. It's that's that's the main benefit with Gio Gonzalez being on the team. Right. There's no way that Dylan Kobe is your official fifth starter. Low key, he's going to be just dandy as a long reliever. Right. I have no problems with Dylan Kobe as a long reliever. Been saying that forever. Fair enough. So right now we're looking uh Giolito, Keichel, uh probably Raylo at 3. I mm. Yeah, because Kilpeck and uh, well, no, maybe Cease. Raylo, maybe Cease, and then depending Gio on how spring training whoever goes, else. yeah, uh, whoever would round out that five. Um, uh, Kopeck and Rodon waiting in the wings. Yeah, uh, Kopeck for sure waiting in the wings. Rodon. I'm surprised that I haven't brought up Rodon yet. Yeah, this is my boy. I know he is. I know smoothest, he is. Smoothest arm motion of anybody. Smoothest gonna... chest hair. Smoothest of anyone arm. I know. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> not a curl in sight, guys. Got a beautiful, unbelievable. But it's, it's perfect for mid July. He's gonna be coming up, and he's gonna have the you know that little chest hair peeking out. Right. That's perfect. That's that's like what baseball feels like to me. There you it know? is. It feels like it's chest in, hair in the it's wind. It's embodied. Too. It's with good to know. Los's chest hair in the wind. Wonderful. Yes. Now we mentioned a name in that starting rotation that was also an addition mm-hmm. in Dallas Keuchel. We've got a guaranteed three years, 50, no. I don't remember. Three years, 50. Yes, three years, 55 or 54, and it was uh, a fourth year added on to that. But go ahead. I don't care about the contract because he's here long term. I I literally do not care about the dollars and cents because that's what we've been asking them to do forever is just like dollars and cents be damned. Just get the best pitcher you can get. And they tried with Zach Wheeler, whatever, didn't work out. Guess what? Next best guy, debatably. Yeah. Keiko on the White Sox. Ryu and Keiko. Yep. Yeah, Ryu, yeah, yeah. 
And He's I think we Blue knew Jays, Ryu though, was, was not going to go, which is wild to me that he ended up at the Blue Jays but uh, and didn't stay on the West Coast. But, you know, I'm content with Keuchel. I don't think he was obviously the best oh, you're option. you're content. You're not happy. You're content. Here's the thing. That's I'm, decent. I'm very – people who think that the White Sox <laughs> wasted money on Keuchel, I disagree because yeah. they needed a starting pitcher badly <laughs> and, the and they thing, went out and got it here's the best thing about it is when it comes down to it, it's just money people lose assets via trade all the time for high-end pitching mm-hmm. fernando tatis jr right <laughs> <laughs> but you and went like, out and you signed yeah, it exactly. you didn't trade for exactly. it exactly all huge. you did is you just spent money and you got pitching spend money get pitching that's like the best formula for winning that is out there Right. So it, be damned if he's bad in three years. Whatever. He's, well, he's and, on his last leg. And you let, talked let about and you talked about else. you talked about rebuilds. Yes. The Astros developed bats, bought pitching. The Cubs developed, developed bats. bats for the most part, bought pitching. So it's a very nice trend. And supplemented those those teams too with free agents like Edwin Encarnacion. Mm-hmm. So. He's a regular Carlos Beltran, if you ask me. A reg- oh, my God. Stop. Except Carlos Beltran is a huge cheater. Hopefully, Edwin cheats a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little. Just enough. You hope he's a steroid user? <laughs> well, you you love steroid users, don't only, you, Wellington Castillo okay, bandwagon? <laughs> this guy is 38 years old. Yeah. Going on 39. He better be on some steroids. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way he's hitting 30 bombs without a little bit of, you know, a little juice on the side, a little help up there, you know? I mean, you see a lot of players, Jim Tomei, for example, in their late 30s, early 40s, still having great home run rates. And I think that's what a true DH is. And that's what Edwin Encarnacion is. I mean, he's not a fielder he's not if the only games he's going to play yeah. first base is when are jose when, Abreu is in a wheelchair you know well <laughs> yes part partially but Shout on a game where maybe baseball. on a game where maybe you're at an nl park and you want to give Abreu a day's rest so yeah, no, or 100%. and even in those situations too you're going to play the hot hand or yeah. whoever has better numbers against whoever and the other one's coming off as a pinch hitter. Yeah. So I love the honestly of all of the deals of of the Gio Gonzalez one of the Keiko one, the Encarnacion one and the Cishek one which we'll talk about in just a second. I love the Encarnacion one the most. Yeah. I think yeah. They needed a major power bat. We've talked on this podcast about how DH has been a train wreck oh, for the longest time. Ever since so Tomei bad. left, it's been the biggest train wreck. In and we finally mind, got a solid power In my power mind, bat. didn't I say it was right field, then DH was the next most important? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, look, they technically took care of right field. Honestly, it's like it's a <laughs> that was market. Your, that was your Charlie Day voice right there, and I love it. <laughs> it's a market improvement on what they had, and that's what matters. Like, they had... Hot trash. And then they were like, eh, Nomar Mazar is better than hot trash. Let's do that. And it was cheap. And, well, not cheap. It was literally free, essentially, in my mind. Steelwalker is going to be nothing. Oh, yikes. Sorry. That is a hot take right there. Sorry, Victor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan Victor might disagree with you. I mean, there's, yeah. honestly, I don't think Steelwalker is going to be absolutely nothing. But he is a not guarantee. Yeah. That's the key right there. And Nomar Mazar White is Sox a guaranteed big that. leaguer. Because he's currently playing in the big leagues. And is the same age as Steel Walker. So let's just say that. Um, Basically. Yeah. And uh, a year or two older. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I really like, I don't know if I'd say Encarnar Stone's my favorite pickup. I think he's a really necessary pickup. Like, we would not have had a complete offseason without a DH. Right. So, no. Good. They went out and they got a power bat. They and just said, yeah. I mean, do you do you think this plays into more? I know at the end of season one, we talked about that White Sox mentality. Do you think it's changed? Do you think the White Sox have changed their mentality? It's win now. It's absolutely win now. It's absolutely win now. And then what about, like, I mean, think about the hitting, right? They've gone from like a oh we'll score some runs or yeah, whatever maybe and and <laughs> we're really really hung up on just like a few guys getting runs and now it's a bash the ball mentality yeah. and on top of that getting rid of Todd Stevenson as the mm-hmm. hitting coach uh, bringing in yeah uh, like what's no his more name? small ball BS yeah Menachino yeah Menachino Frank yeah. Menachino yep and they're literally just gonna say hit the ball as hard as you can as far as you can as often as you can right. And uh, Steve Stone got on the mic, like Steve Stone. Oh, gosh. Uh, what a guy. Mixed feelings. Uh, I like his uh, new Twitter beef, though, which is not that is so fun funny. to watch. <laughs> it's like just random and he's going through the offseason. It's I so funny. That. But he, uh, what did he say? Uh, oh, this is the first time since the White Sox Southside Hitmen that you're like gonna be mm. in a bash the ball mentality. Right. Like that think about that for a second. That's seventy seven that like it's been pitching, 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 which like pitching wins you championships, oh five. But guess what? Oh, and the Nats. But guess what? You gotta score timely you runs. You gotta score runs too. You who You gotta go you gotta score timely runs. And to be honest with that, I don't believe in timely runs. I just believe in runs. Runs is runs. So timely runs is just runs. Well, yeah, timely 100%. runs come when you score Runs on a regular basis. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the C Shack deal. C Shack. Love um, it. You love it, really. I love it. You got to have a guy that kind of throws weird to like round they it out. They needed a bullpen piece badly. So I'm yes. glad they went out and they. It's like, okay, he's the next Nate Jones because he's like, he oh, throws God, really no. weird. Oh, and, um, please, yeah. no. Yikes. Everybody, yikes, hold yikes, your yikes, throw yikes. up. Get to the bathroom quick. Oh, no. Um, C Shack is an interesting deal. And here's where I'm going to go, Mr. Partial Analytics, on you. Oh, no. Low ERA, super high FIP. Now, I talked to Ferrucci about this, right, as a Cubs fan. He's a Cubs guy, yeah. Big Cubs guy, right? And he was like, I like the deal for you guys. And I was like, what about his FIP? Like, He's like, well, he got lit up toward the end of the year. So, number one. But he was overused. So, exactly. So, number one, overused. You are 100% correct. That is part of it, right? So, the White Sox have to make sure that that doesn't happen. On top of that, insert Ronaldo Lopez. He does give up the long ball. So ah, who doesn't these days? It's you, just literally something. who doesn't? Dallas Keuchel. That's he it. Gives up the long ball, and he's dependent on defense, which is also a scary point for me. So, oh yeah, most of our pitchers are dependent on defense. Well, we have a really yes, exactly. Good and think about our defense, though. <laughs> I know that's so outfield defense. I am really excited for this season, but I think one point that White Sox fans are not talking about at all is how defensively rough this team is going to be outside of Yasmani Grandal. I oh, and Luis Robert. He's getting Robert. Hold on, Robert. 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 Um, La Pantera. And here's the here's the thing though about that. The two most important defensive positions are. I don't, I don't believe in that. But uh, no, how do you? They're in, in the, the middle. They're both in, in the middle. I was gonna say in the outfield, center field, and in the, in the outfield, in, center field, and, and in, in the infield, infield shortstop. Nah, 
Whatever. Catchers, uh, catching a game is super important, though. I That's 100% the thing. Agree. So you have uh, the two most important positions, catcher, center fielder, IMO, in my opinion, covered mm-hmm. as far as defense goes. You know, second base, whatever. You know, we had a gold glover there, substitute. <laughs> Do it. Time out. Time out. <laughs> Please don't bring this up right now. <laughs> we're not going to go there. We're just going to leave that be. Everybody knows what we're about to say. Just like, that's fine. We'll table that. Like third base, you got Yohan Mankati. He's a good defensive third baseman. Shortstop. I love Tim Anderson, all right? I really Don't hope stop. he's been working on the defense, man. Stop. Well, if he's working on the him. defense like Daniel Palka was, all I'm saying is I hope he's not working on his defense because I don't want him to be a Daniel Palka. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and Nomar Mazzara, not great. Not horrible, you know? He's going to just do his thing, you know, catch ball, throw ball, whatever. You can Anybody could do it. Okay. Yikes. But yeah. let's be honest. No. <laughs> Outfield defense literally lost the Brewers a wild card game. Are you what? Grunt wait, who? Outfield defense lost. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Grandal <laughs> lost them. You're like, defense. You douche. That's I, not true. <laughs> no. Y- yes. Absolutely. Outfield and defense. We talked about it, that already. The before ceiling for the White Sox in this season is probably wild card. I mean, outfield defenses. Does history repeat itself, ladies and gentlemen? Super important. So I just, and we'll talk about that if the White Sox are are a wild card team or what they are going in throughout this podcast. Honestly, because I I said wild card is the ceiling for them. There's no way the wild card in the AL is coming out of the Central. I one hundred percent agree with that statement. I one hundred percent agree with that statement. There's no way it's come out of the East for every year since, unless somehow Nam. the twi- unless somehow so. the Twins are as good as they were last year and the White Sox catch major fire. I one hundred percent agree with that statement. The Twins are gonna fall off. The Indians are gonna dive into the lake or something. I don't know. <laughs> catch on fire. Yeah. Well, they, speaking of a dumpster fire, <laughs> Jesus grateful although we have i have shat specifically multiple times on this organization and the front office and almost in the back of my head doubting in han we trust more so because jerry is a cheap sob (laughs) i am very grateful that we are not the cleveland indians always and forever Do you have a project or idea that you want to be seen by as many people as possible? Do you provide a service but go underappreciated when you put yourself out there on social media? Do you want sleek, impeccable presentation but lack the know-how or resources? If you answered yes to any of these, get in touch with DBC Brand. With your choice of three solid tiers of social media marketing plans, you get access to professional social media content curation, email marketing, blog posting, live video and photography sessions, and more. Find out more by visiting dbcbrand.com and give your business the creative touch and the spotlight it deserves. DBC, digital by creatives. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Did that get on record right there? The me Just the that? fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 
previous to me saying that the White Sox will score the third most runs in the major leagues, this which year is awesome, behind the Yankees and the Twins, which are going to knock us out of the playoffs. Damn it! Oh uh, no! Now here's the thing. Before we go into that, we can keep this. We can cut this, Tom. I'm going to say it right now. We can be the one take podcast. One take podcast. But here, I'm I'm going to show you Shuffling something notes. that I, I wrote. Is it on the back? Looking of this like one? a crazy there person. It is. So. Barrios versus Giolito. Similar? Eh, I'll give it to you. Okay. Odorizzi versus Keiko. Advantage Odorizzi. Ooh. Sorry. Right. Well, okay, hold on. Well, advantage Giolito to Barrios Giolito. Barrios fell off a little bit. Okay. Eh. I mean, Barrios' um, stuff is really good. I mean, Giolito. I, people say momentum doesn't matter. I strongly disagree. Gio's got all the momentum. Okay. Pineda versus Gio Gonzalez. Wash. Yeah, well, mm, depends on how. Honestly, last year, call wash. it a wash. Call it a wash. Okay, right? fine. I'll leave it. Kay. I'll leave it. And also, Gio Gonzalez did not pitch that many innings. That's why it's going to be super important for Kropak and Rodon to be True. a big part of this, right? Well, Rodon's going to come back and be the okay. case that we always wanted him to be. So Gibson versus Cease. Advantage Gibson at this point, even though Cease. At this point. At this point, right? Cease is still unproven, right? Perez, Smeltzer, Dubnik versus Lopez, <laughs> Kopech, uh, and Rodon. I give advantage White Sox on that yes. one. I mean, it's like even across the board when we look yeah. at starting pitching. And the bats are roughly even as well. Right. So the White Sox need Kopech and Rodon, obviously. But these free agent acquisitions, Gonzalez as well as Dude, Keuchel, are if key. Rodon is as good as I say he's going to be. The White Sox are going to win the World Series. So, that just White Sox Nation, count on that. You also think that Carlos Rodon's going to be a future two-time Cy Young Award winner? He is. All right. All right. That's just This is the first year of his Cy, his double Cy Young Award this winning is, campaign, okay? As he's only going to pitch half a He's year, a Scott right? Boris content contract. He's a Scott Boris agent. Agent. Words. There you go. And... Um, so he's got to be good, it's right? This eleven and a half percent Moscow Mule beer I'm drinking that we're water drinking right, right now. <laughs> That's vodka. <laughs> oh shit! Not again. <laughs> um. So speaking of all of these crazy. Before we takes, do that, before we do that, fun fact for everybody out there: just found out today. Apparently, the MLB batter guy is based on Harmon Killebrew. Is it? Think about that for a second. Is it really? Okay. Right. I knew it was based off of somebody pretty well known. I didn't know it was. Harmon Killebrew. There you go, Twinkies fans. Shout out Joel Bram. All right. So <laughs> the untamed bull. <laughs> since we're talking your crazy takes, like Carlos Rodon being two-time Cy Young Award winner, and one of them years, being this, this year, year when he's only going to show up after the All Star break, we're fine. Um, let's do a little bit of a f- very infamous game that we play from time to time called need, Hot Take Not Take with our guy. Little, uh, little like. Vamp music right there. There you go. Bum, 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 bum. There you go. You can look that one up later. Yeah. Well, I, I just did it. That's good. Bum, 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 bum. Great intro, Tom. Hot take, hot take not take. take. <laughs> now, let's start with this one since we were just talking about these guys. Dallas Keuchel or G- Gio Gonzalez having the lowest ERA of qualifying starters this year. That's 162 innings pitched. And mind you, I think Gio Gonzalez pitched like 90 innings last year. Right. So you're saying... Between the two of like either one or the other. Has one or the, the other is the lowest ERA qualifying starters for the Sox this year. Not take. Not taking it. You got you got Kopech coming back. You got Rodon coming back. You got He will not be a qualified will, starter. Well 
162 minutes. Oh, you're saying of qualified now starters. I understand your question. So Minimum. neither of those, neither of those are going to count. Right. Gio Minimum. Gonzalez is, doesn't count either. He's not going to make it to 162 innings. Are you kidding me? Um, White Sox might try and stretch him. Yeah, true. <laughs> 30 starts, five well, innings a game is 150 innings. I mean, you're basically Stetweiler. there. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so what do you take? You're saying not take? Still, still not take. Still not because take. Because of? Giolito. Okay. Uh, and what sucks is you have to say Giolito now. Giolito, Unless if we start calling Gio Gonzalez. Or, or you just start calling Lucas Giolito Gelato. Like, <laughs> shout out to uh, NWI Steve. You can call him Gelato. Gelato. Or you can call Gio Gonzalez Gio G. And Gio, Gio and Gio G. That's what I was thinking. That's that's too many Gs for me. Gio and Gio ain't no, G. Ain't nothing but a G thing. Oh, that would be good. Like them Yeah, but now you have, you have to say the whole thing. Ain't nothing but a G. Oh, but for, I see what you're saying, for like uh, player weekend or whatever. Yeah. Ah. So... It, you have Gio, uh, Giolito with ain't nothing but, and then a G thing on Gonzalez's. That would be mm. pretty good. So we should add them with that. Because <laughs> I have so many followers. <laughs> Indeed. We'll definitely grab their attention. Yes. Next one. Eloy, uh, barring injury, leads the Sox in home runs this year. Stop that with your barring injury. Barring injury. You got to be like me and just like injury be damned. Here's the, here's the deal. don't exist. You said injury in be damned to Carlos Rodon <laughs> and what happened to him. Well, I should have taken the bet uh, this year. That's what I should have said. Okay. Um, okay. So. It will leads to the Sox and homers. Hot take. Let's go. Yeah. I like, come on. The dude hit 31 in. 120 games or something 100 it was yeah. like 120 something he missed like 30 some odd games yeah the dude's a man mm-hmm. he's going yeah yeah no especially with the tutelage of both abreu and Encarnacion now who apparently has known him since he was like in the womb i guess did you see that really did you see that um um well he said 14 but i just like you know emphasize it a little bit um, hyperbole. Encarnacion and Jimenez. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I um, love that. Encarnacion said he's known Jimenez since 14 in some interview sometime. Okay. Who's to say if it's true? What matters is that he can show him a couple like, so when you're batting, when you're a future DH, Eloy, this is what you're going to do. You're going to sit on the bench for a while, and then you're going to get up, and you're going to hit a bomb, all right? And then you're going to sit back down. That's <laughs> like that's what I want him to, to teach him. That'd be really good. Let's be real. That's going to be the offense this year, though. Yeah. Bombs away. Bombs. Bridgeport bombers for real. <laughs> you better, like, buy stock in a Chicago or an Indiana, I should say, uh, fireworks company because, like, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> they're about to lose. They're about to get. <laughs> what if that's how they projected their investments in fireworks, like, in the Chicago area, is like okay. So That'd be really funny. White Sox got how many home run hitters? Okay, well, okay, not this year. Next year, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> next one. Next one up. All right. The White Sox will. Oh, this was actually made before, but I'll keep it on the board. The White Sox will trade for or sign one more piece before pitchers and catchers re- report for camp. Now I wrote that before the C-Sheck. Hot take: Steve C-Sheck will st- sign with the. Oh, am I too late? <laughs> You're a funny guy. I want to hit you right now. Okay, um, one more on top of the C. One more on top of the C. Shook. Damn. Do they have one more move after them? 
Are we talking like it could be like a major anybody that's roster going, 26 move. man. Damn. 26 man. I mean, they already signed Ross Detweiler again. I mean, shoot. That's pretty much everybody you oh, need. Oh. <laughs> um, man. They really – yeah, I'm going to say hot take. Okay. Second base, they're going to sign some Joe Schmo To make gap. the 26. Interesting. Stopgap. Again, because we have – I don't know who's the guy available. That tabled. Everybody's gone. What? Unless they trade for somebody. Uh, again, I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like a move for a stopgap. You know, may, well, it wouldn't be worth it at that point. I don't know. I, I already said hot take. It's too late now. Fair enough. Next one. The White Sox need another year to win the AL Central. Hot take, not take. Not take. Let's go. Get on the train, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully we can like ride with down. Ride with us or get run over, Tom. A hundred percent ride with us or get run over. Cause look, you've got yourself Tim Anderson, Lucas Giolito. You got yourself Dallas Keiko. Well, you got yourself Gio Gonzalez, Yasmani Grandal. Yasmani Grandal hasn't missed the playoffs. Wait, 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 no, no. And Edwin Encarnacion hasn't missed the playoff in five years. He's not going to miss it this what? year. Edwin Encarnacion has not missed the playoffs in five years. Interesting. Is oh, that really yeah, true? That's real, bro. I can't believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't missed the playoffs in five years. I'm going to fact check you on that He's later. He's not about to miss the playoffs this year. Okay. He never had a full year in Seattle? Seattle sucks. But he never had a full year in Seattle? In five years? I don't think so. Yeah, he, he's, I'm fact-checking you on that one. Fact-check away, so, my guy. Fact-check away. So I'm, what What makes this team re- ready to win the AL Central over the Twins in 2020? Uh, the thing that me. makes the White Sox ready to win the AL Central is that the MLB is going to use the ball from the playoffs, not the regular season. So have they determined that? Have they determined that they're not using the— Well, they're hush-hush about it because they said the ball in the playoffs was the same ball that they used in the regular season, but it didn't act the same. So, huh? you know what I mean? The MLB is going to be hush-hush about the ball no matter what because the only thing that the MLB is concerned about is the legitimacy of the game. So here's where I'm at, and this is what makes the AL Central so fascinating to me, is first off— no offense to Kinsey Owens sitting on the couch next to us here. Uh, basically on the Royals love a little bit because he's a Kansas City guy. They are butt cheeks. Horrible. <laughs> and on top of that, Detroit is not much better, even uh-huh. though they went out. They went out. Got They're, Ivan Nova. Vi- best pitcher on the White Sox got, last year. They got the BBP. <laughs> and they got CJ Crone from Minnesota. Yeah. And they got uh, Jonathan Scope. I pronounced it correctly this time. Thank you. Wow. Um, so they they improved. He actually changed the pronunciation to Shoop. So you're you're actually damn. <laughs> I'm way to the game. So ultimately, that team is better, but they're not a playoff team, obviously. Yeah. Or even in contention for that. I think they were just I embarrassed don't think... how they played last year, and they were like, "Well, cheap, cheap, cheap players come." One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because they are in the middle of a rebuild. One hundred percent. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Now. Cleveland, I think, has fallen off. I don't think they have the pieces to win anymore. It's going to come down to the White Sox and the Twins, if you ask me. Yeah. And I think the White Sox and the Twins are built so similarly 
hmm. that they're going to have very similar records in the AL Central. It's just gonna. I am so excited for every Twins Sox series because it's just gonna be a bash battle. Like mm-hmm. who whose pitcher can shut out the other team? And guess what? Last year, Ronaldo Lopez went up there and pitched a hell of a gem, and Giolito pitched up. Dude, one of the the, teams- o- the only Twins. White Sox game I can remember with Reynaldo Lopez pitching was a game at Target Field, and he just got absolutely shelled. But <laughs> Wasn't it? No, I could have sworn. Fact check me again, because you know me. I could have sworn Reynaldo Lopez went up there, and that was one of his two complete games. Against the Twins? Yeah. I'll fact check that later. Now, that being said, they're so similarly built yeah. that it's just going to be such an interesting race. It really They're will both be. built on power on offense. As I did that comparison earlier, their starting pitchers are so like They're the back same. and forth, yeah. very similar. Um, I I don't know. I really don't know if the White Sox need another year to win the AL Central, but they have to win the AL Central if they're going to be no such thing as in a the wild playoffs. card in the AL Central. It's like old baseball. Just pretend the wild card doesn't exist because you can't get it. So, this is kind of where we're lining up in terms of excitement for the season. This is the first time ever that I'm going to SoxFest. Yes, it is. I'm really pumped for you to be there that Friday. Speaking of which, the two-day passes have sold out. So, make sure you get on that Friday pass quick. Yikes. So I'll get there. I'll, I'll really excited for you to be there. Though. I'll scalp if I have to, you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> or sneak there. your way in like I did last year on Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty messed up, bro. Yeah, it was pretty screwed up. Also, uh, it's going to be in a <gasps> new location. Yes, it is. It's at McCormick Place, which is better because there's going to be millions and millions of fans. All of Chicago showing millions. up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they sold millions of tickets to this thing. Millions. Now, what are you? Outside of Sox Fest, obviously, we're really pumped for that because it's next week. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) What are you most looking forward to this season, Tom, other than a winning brand of baseball? I think that's just it. It's just this is the first time. We're the Sons of Honarchy, right? Yep. The reason why we call ourselves the Sons of Honarchy is because Han has ruled the White Sox since our adult lives yep right mm-hmm. this is the first time became gm in 2012 or 2013 something yeah. like that right this is the first time in our adult lives that we're gonna have a winning brand of baseball on the south side i'm so pumped for it you have no idea that's why i bought a part season ticket package this year 20 game package which I'm is the so other big news down in the park Yes. So you'll be people will be seeing a lot more of me. You will not be able to avoid him. I'm sorry to everybody else. I tried to hold him back, rein him in a little bit, but he's unleashing himself upon you. It's true. Ugh, what a bummer. Shirtless and everything. Oh God. <laughs> Talk about Los chest hair. <laughs> now that's July. All right. I definitely don't need Rogaine there. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah! The deep cut. I'm so pumped. I'm pumped to go down to the ballpark. I'm pumped to tailgate. I'm pumped to take the train down and drink more train beers this year. I'm How many Cubs fans are you gonna spill on? Hopefully zero. Again Hopefully this year. three. I- 
<laughs> you you spilled on one two years ago. Two two years ago. Two two years ago? I think so. That sounds about right. It was two years ago. Yeah. And then last year you made it through the season unscathed. I, think I drove this down year, to a lot of games last year. And you're gonna be yeah, you're gonna be taking the red line or whatever, the train, the metro maybe being where you're gonna be. Nah at. man, Oof. green line, baby. Green oh, or blue. Oh my god. Forest Park or Oak Park. The green line though. <laughs> So yeah, your man's man. is gonna move out to the West Burbs. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna find yourself in Oak Park, hopefully, or Forest Park. We'll Oof. see. Oof. Anyway, it's fine. So I'm really pumped. I'm gonna say it one more time, but it's just really exciting not only to think about the brand of baseball the White Sox have built, but mm-hmm. also I feel like we've built a really small community, like or we've. Yeah, latched onto a small community here. <laughs> we are the leeches. <laughs> we are the leeches of White Sox Twitter, uh, yes. and we're really, really pumped to be a part of that again. Yeah. even a bigger part of it this upcoming year. A hundred percent. And on top of that, we have Sons of Honarchy news, news, and items that we're going to be giving away at Sox Fest. So Ooh, these. Make sure that you hunt us Yo, down. Let, let's tease it. Let's tease These koozies are fire. They're great koozies. They are fire, ladies and gentlemen. Even Kinsey Owens confirms on the couch next to us. Thoughts on koozies? I love them. He loves the koozies. <laughs> Prime koozies. <laughs> You'll so, never have a more ringing endorsement. <laughs> it On one side, it has our logo. On the other side, it says something. And, Tom? Rebuild or bust. It says rebuild or bust in Han We Trust, just like our closing statement. Which is coming to you in three, two, one. Rebuild or bust in Han We Trust. Tom, in Han We oh, Trust. Oh, you have more words? Yes, I in Han We Trust. Okay, get your you, – I gave him an 8 out of 10, but we had Nomar Mazar as the only – so, acquisition. so I apologize for you just still, destroying your Are you drums. still at an 8 out of 10 with Han? I'm at a 9 out of 10. Nine Come out of on. 10. Yeah, I'm up to like that that bumped me up to You like, were at like a 4 or something. I don't know how everything's going to play out. I don't know how Dallas Keuchel or Gio Gonzalez or Edwin Encarnacion, who's a little bit less true, of a, true of a risk. Like there's a but, possibility that all three of them Right. But the likelihood that that's going to happen is like you're but gonna miss on three in a row. This off season, this team is a lot better. After this off season, 100%. and I hope that White Sox Twitter and just White Sox fans in general that their hopes are restored. Yes, and I really do. I really do think so. So you you can confidently say, rebuild or bust, and in Han we trust. Have a good one, everybody.